Welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love sometimes with cats. Patches has joined us. Bailey's on my lap, partially squished by a table so you can't see her. That's fine. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz. With us tonight, Zach. Hello. Oh, me. I'm first? Oh. No, me, Zach. Oh. She said Zach. Shit. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked that up. Peter's in the ether tonight. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, didn't hear that, but you're pointing where I would be, so I'm assuming I've been introduced. You've been introduced. <laughs> and Tom. Hi, Tom. Oh, shit. No, right. Me. Fuck. I've been out of work too long. Sorry. Bro. <sighs> Get it together. God, I'm fucking this up. You know, it's probably because we've been gone for like two weeks. I know. I apologize. <laughs> we've been very inconsistent between our day jobs and... We've all been in this. Night my, jobs. Migraines me, and... Me. Zach. Peter and you have all been like, yeah, man, we got something going on here today. We've all had a separate excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's been bad. And we do apologize. Uh, we're slacking. Hey, honestly, we miss as much as I love, all of you do. Probably more. Honestly, lots more. Lots more. <laughs> Peter, not so much. Cause he's always up here, but then he always disappears. And then he sits there and says, I don't know. Where are you at, Peter? I'm, I'm, again? I miss you. <laughs> we just have to point here when we want Peter to talk. I miss you, Peter. Fine, fuck you. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> there Tom, it is. Tom said he misses you. I heard fuck you. <laughs> well, you didn't respond to the I miss you, so you got the fuck I you. I didn't hear it. Nope, you're just mean. We all know it. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's because everyone's yelling. You know, Peter, I think that you might just need to turn down the Discord, so maybe that might stop cutting out the mic or something. I mean, that's not really what's happening. No, it's just like... Because it's, it's not just y'all's audio cuts out, it's y'all's video freezes <sighs> for a second. How dare you? How dare. Maybe we are too loud. It's just exceeding our bandwidth. That and, might be it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. that's not how that works. Do you have fiber? No. Yeah, we have fiber. How are you lagging? Are you you really have vibrator? Any old phone? Oh man. Yeah, remember he's doing this off his phone because his mic broke. Do you have an iPad? No. God damn. Do you yeah, why a, would he have an iPad? He he works he, he does not work for Apple. <laughs> I, was to, do you I don't a, think he's I think contractually he's not allowed to have one. Do you have a Google pad? Uh it is completely dead. Oh man. Does Google have a pad? I didn't even know they had a pad. Wow, I'm not, I'm not keeping up. Uh, they have like a laptop tablet combo thing, Chromebook. Oh, the Chromebook. I forgot about the Chromebook. Yeah. That's a thing, isn't yeah. it? It is a thing. I forgot they, I forgot they made that more tableted. 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 I can tableted. make this into a, a tablet. Crappy battery life, so I'm pretty sure it would die in like 20 minutes of trying to record. <laughs> Always fun. Who <laughs> doesn't love that? that Everything's fine. Um, Such a great product. So last, last we spoke, we prattled on about spooky shit. Um, Did we so prattle on about spooky we shit? Prattled on, we dang. prattled on about spooky shit and and Zach's um, non-belief in ghosts. Because ghosts. Did, did anything happen? Real ghosts aren't real. Has anything happened? No, because, no, because ghosts aren't real. Damn it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen soon. You're gonna have some weird experience. You're not gonna be able to explain it. It's gonna be the AC. Hey, I'm just gonna assume it's you <laughs> trying to fuck with me. They're just outside in your window, just tapping on the freaking like, window. What's the explanation for that? Uh, obviously, it was you. Tom. It was you out there? No, I was. I'm. I, I'm at home, man. 
don't have time to come fuck with you. That's a lie. You would, <laughs> you would come fuck with us just maybe. You, but you'd no. be like, I know I worked 14 hours today, but if I go by right now because I'm getting off at 2 a.m. and fuck with them, they will make my whole day worth it. I'd have to like jump into your backyard and then bang on that door. No, there's no way. The gate's there's right gate. here. I'd have to bang on that door. <laughs> you just gotta like pop the. Just knock on the door so you hear a knock and then you think it's the front door. Anyway. I'd assume it's a cop. So <laughs> I'd be if I was a cop. I'd go to that door. So we went and saw this movie called 3,000 Years of Longing. It was a movie. So I will say, we've, uh, we've gotten to go to a bunch of these screening things like that, uh, thanks to a couple of our friends. And normally there's a pretty set group of people that goes to the, all these things. Like it's, it's normally you see basically the same people there. The line is pretty much the same. Most of the time we're... It's the same 10 people at the front of the line every time. And then, yeah, we normally get in there behind them. But they've been there since like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. These movies start at 7. It's nuts. <laughs> they, they camp out, man. Gotta get them seats. They got. They definitely have a. They they definitely got a part time job somewhere because they don't work the days that they have these. Well, I uh, think screenings. I think they're like kind of do what we do, but are much more popular than us. Yeah, you know, I, I believe that <laughs> one of the guys he's got great costumes. He comes in every to every uh, movie with a, a costume. Should have realized that it was going when there was only four people out of that normal group of ten were actually at this movie. <laughs> and so the, then our target demographic for this movie apparently is um, couples. Aged fifty-five to seventy-five, in a large, yeah, uh, so the, it, l- large group of uh, older couples for sure were in this theater with us. It's based off a Middle Eastern short story, which I can't remember the original tale's name, but it's basically about like this jinn, and he's telling this lady who comes across his like bottle by happenstance. And so she loves stories. She's a narratologist. Yeah, which I didn't know was a thing. It's apparently a person who only studies... Narration? S- not, not literature. <laughs> literally the structure of stories. Oh. They don't study all of literature. They specialize even just purely in the structure of stories and in actual narrative structure. Hmm. So he tells her like his story of like how he ended came, up... Came to be trapped in the lamp for... 2,000 years or whatever the fuck it was. 3,000. That's why it's 3,000 years of longing. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. (laughs) Right there in the title. (laughs) I keep forgetting the title of this movie. Um, And so the whole time she's like, well, I'm not going to make a wish because I know all about Jin and you're just trying to trick me. But she does end up making a wish, and that's the stupidest wish I've her ever wi- seen. Her wish is basically after hearing this like great love story that he tells, because that's how he's ended up in the bottle every time is that he falls in love and he ends up getting fucked by love. And so she's like, "Man, I wish you would first. love me that much, and that type of thing, or whatever." Yeah, she literally and, she wishes for him to love her, which. First of all, if you're going with logic, means that he doesn't actually love her because it is a wish, and he wants she wanted real love, so he couldn't have granted her right, wish. So he's already she, quid pro quo. But she comes. Lamp, she comes to yes, that at the end, like after this whole thing or whatever, and they get back to London and whatever, and then she comes to this realization that like the moment she made that wish, like he couldn't grant it because she took his choice away or some shit or whatever yeah free will yeah it's a wish so against free will you can't she do that. used her second wish because he 
uh, kind of turned to stone. It was like some weird thing. And she's like, yeah. I wish for you to speak to me. So then he like unstoned and then she comes through the whole thing. And then she's like, you know, what? I wish for you to like be where you belong, like with your people, like your. No, no. She is very specific with her wording on the wish. First of all, he turns to stone because apparently genies are made, jinn are made of, they're just uh, an electromagnetic organism. So when they fly back to London, even though they're in Istanbul, Turkey, which is just as densely populated, apparently the radio and TV and cell phone signals, like Wi-Fi signals, were messing with his genetic and molecular structure. And so he uh, started shutting down because he was in intense pain because he was being destroyed by all of the uh, radio frequencies. But I'm like, you would have that issue. You would have had that issue in Turkey too. But okay, whatever. We're just gonna not go with that. Also, it was weird because half the time I thought he may have just been in her imagination, but then he meets her neighbors, but then they also act like he didn't exist because apparently they're racist. But I don't, it's it's a very strange. It, it was, starred it Tilda Swin- Swinton and uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba played the gym. And they wore bathrobes and sat in one uh, hotel room hotel for room. three quarters of the movie. There were some flashbacks <laughs> to like him being a genie in back in time, and it was, it was. It was supposed to be a romantic comedy. I don't think it was supposed to be a romantic comedy. No, it was 100%. I've looked it up. It's oh. supposed to be a romantic comedy. I mean, like I chuckled, date night romantic comedy movie. I chuckled at a couple parts. My whole thing was, it was like not, it was not nothing like against funny. Nothing against Tilda Swinton, but I just didn't buy her being that character. Like I don't it just I don't know. No, it worked for me. What, she can't be a narratologist? Like I said, it worked for me being, basically being a... Uh, she, she's a lonely shut-in. She, she's comfortable with her uh, independence, is what she says. But it's one of those cover-ups for being, I'm desperately lonely. Oh, one of those tropes. Yeah, Yeah, her husband like left her. I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need no man. Please, but what please, she, please love me. Yes, basically that one. The Hallmark, the Hallmark movie channel. It was, yeah, the it horrible was a, one. It was a, it was a really, really, really big budget Hallmark holiday movie, basically. Like I didn't hate the movie, but I didn't really like it either. Like I said, it was a Hallmark movie. They just had a big budget and some CGI and Idris Elba half naked for ninety minutes. It, it, it worked. Hey, it works. It works for the date night thing. You bring your girl. It, she sees Idris Elba. Maybe she finally decides that you're okay. And then she sees you naked and goes, "God damn it!" It Fuck. was. It was an hour and forty minutes, <laughs> yeah, just... and it felt like three hours. So I was like, "Is this movie ever going to end?" <laughs> like it just kept dragging on. It's just a longing. Three thousand years, years longer. Three thousand years <laughs> yeah. Felt like it, bro. And honestly, it was really pretty. There was a lot of great parts, like with it, because it was the like the all the flashback scenes in the story with the genie and him doing his magic and stuff was beautiful. Oh, it was great. But I'm like, just kind of the story just like didn't really again. That's all. I, all like, I can think is yeah. It's, it, I actually I've I've had more some of those Hallmark Channel movies that have more of a character progression and arc in terms of enjoying the. Uh, Rise and flow of the movie. God, have you seen soap operas? <laughs> and then there was just like a lot of unnecessary boobs. Damn it! I couldn't be a part of that movie. <laughs> there, there was some boobs. Uh, why was there boobs? It was 
weird. Just yeah. Something for the guys, something for the women? Maybe, but uh, it, 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 they, they folded into the story, basically, it's one of the sultans of the Ottoman Empire. The guy, well, the guy who's next in line to be in line of the throne, his mom wants him to, it, it, it is a, actually, it's one of the stories from that, like fables of that time kind of thing like that. She locked him in a room with only, with a bunch of concubines in the intent to have him sire an heir. Because the older son went crazy and was just, just like killing people. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So they needed another, they needed one of the sons to at least be able to procreate and add another heir to the thing. So she literally just locked him in a room with a bunch of concubines. <laughs> and then they were like, look at all the naked ladies. And then he's in the room going, no, mom, this is not the people that I like. I don't, oh my God, yeah, that every is, time. That, that actually is, uh, the, the, he's the, basically the first uh, BBW finishist. Uh, he believed, uh, this is this is the real thing, yeah. He believed that uh, the uh, larger the span of flesh, the more pleasurable the experience. Wow. All right. This is a very, very weird show. And, yeah, and this was all packed into a movie with Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. Oh, man. Talking about romance. And I'm like, okay. That's a Again, weird breakdown of like a story. Said, it was supposed to be a romantic comedy. That's what it's billed as. And I think the parts that we've discussed as very odd and strange were supposed to be the comedy parts of this romantic comedy. It just came off strange. And it just did not, it did not land for me, at least. There weren't any chuckles in the theater. Is God, all I love say. those big, juicy women. <laughs> yeah, the, their biggest, funniest joke was a big fat lady falling down and breaking the uh, concrete, the uh, like stone slab that was covering, that was hiding his uh, bottle, and then then it gets found because she's so fat, she falls down and her big butt breaks a two-inch thick stone. And then that guy's just like, oh, God. Yeah, you know, he's into it. That's I his can't favorite. believe you did that. <laughs> that's, that's his favorite. That's his favorite because oh she's my the God. biggest. Just like you. He broke that stone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just, it was a weird movie, man. It was a weird movie. The problem is it feels like you've seen this movie. Because you are right there. Just, just the way that you guys are describing it, just that just looks and sounds terrible. Terrible movie. Again, it was just, it, it did not feel cohesive. It doesn't sound cohesive. Maybe we, we, we Jumping told, from like story to story. We totally, we were, we were pretty disjointed in telling it, but it was also. <laughs> That's probably how it actually it went felt, yeah. It definitely felt <laughs> that and, way. and also now we were like trying to recall back to like, what, two weeks ago? It yeah. was just a week ago. I just no, it wasn't. Oh, no, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was the worst. A, just imagine sitting in that movie theater, just watching this. It's going from Genie. To fat girl lover, to mom locking her child in a room full oh, of boobs. That's the, same, that's the well, same, the guy. Gin, same guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Jin is telling the story. Like he watched this all because he was like a. Um... So he's re okay. So now I'm getting the the context. See, here I am, thinking no, that this no, movie no, no. is about this Jin in modern times. All of a sudden, being like, "Hey, yeah, you want to wish?" Blah no, blah no, blah. He... And then like, there's a family of modern people. In modern times. No, no, no. no. Okay, so he, and a story after story, just like not. He meshing. yeah. When he tells her the story, like he goes, like it goes back in time, oh and he's God. telling her the story, like of like I think his story starts with uh, Queen Queen Sheba, Queen Sheba, and King Solomon, mm -hmm. 
and so that's where his story begins so he explains like during that time was the first time he got trapped in a bottle and solomon then trapped him in a bottle. solomon trapped him in a bottle and then because apparently king solomon was also a wizard yeah or something I don't, it does, doesn't matter don't so and then yeah. and then he goes and then i got released because this this other girl found my bottle and then before she could make her third and final wish she got killed and so then i was kind of stuck in limbo so he's basically an invisible figure who watched this persian king and the son the other son and the kind all that stuff so he's telling all of what he saw like from his point of view and how he was trying to lure any one of these people to find his Bob. bottle that was hidden under this stone and it ends up being the one one really big fat lady and then she freaks the fuck out and is like well i wish you would just go the fuck away and so poof He's stuck in the bottle again, and then it fast forwards to like Renaissance times, uh, or Victorian. No, it would be um, yeah, Renaissance times. It would be Renaissance Italy, basically the same time Da Vinci was active in. Okay. So fifteen hundreds France, and he and he Italy, falls 14, in love with the the girl that like finds his bottle, and so. Once she gets to, like, the point where she could make her third wish, he doesn't want her to make the wish because he's scared that then he'll go away, which it kind of just sounded like he could... he loves her. He could have just, like, hung out and stayed, but whatever, neither here nor there. Does he die? No, so then she's like, I wish... He goes back to the realm of Jin, and he's not sure if he can get back from that. So then she wishes that she... um, Had never met him. No, that she wishes to have forgotten to forget him or something. Ouch. Basically, like, did not remember that she'd ever... So then he gets stuck back in this bottle until, fast forward to modern times, when Tilda Swinton's character comes across this random fucking bottle and pops this bitch open. Pops his cork. And then what's her final wish? Uh, for him to go back to the land of Jin, no, 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 no. Specific, she goes... I wish you, I, I wish you go, would go to the place where you truly belong. Back to the bottle. <laughs> well, no, so he, he does disappear, but he gets to come back now and they go on dates in the park when he wears a creepy trench coat yeah. so that nobody knows that he's a Has no legs? He has legs. Then how do they know he's a junior or not? He's, he's got, he's like super big and he's got pointy ears like an elf. Super big. He's, he's wearing like, a trench coat he's in like, modern times. Yeah, oh, no, that that is true. That's <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't look, look like good. you're hiding guns, bud. It, it doesn't look good. <laughs> is all I'm saying. He's like he's like six foot nine, and he's wearing a trench coat. And you're like, <laughs> you look okay. like you're hiding some weapons. Excuse me, sir. No, no, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> I'm just uh, escorting this lovely white lady for a walk. Uh, please don't be racist. Uh, it, lo- it looks bad for everybody, guys. Come on. So. One oh. cat. One two, cat. Two cats. Two cats. There was some very visually good stuff. Was, <laughs> it was it was very cinematic. Okay. There were some very pretty shots. There was some great stuff. <laughs> two cats. <laughs> a left and a right cat. <laughs> if I had, we, well, we prefaced our whole thing going to this movie. Is like she got tickets to it, and she goes, "I have not heard of this," and I go, "I have not either." And she well, goes, so "Perfect." We, we were supposed we will to not, go. We will continue to not know anything about this. We were supposed to go with our friend DJ, and we were all talking about it. 
friend of the show DJ, and he <laughs> he's been trying he's been trying to get me to like go watch scary, and I'm like, no, I don't like scary movie, no scary movie. So I thought maybe he was trying to trick me into it. And he's like, no, I've never heard it, and I was like, okay, all right, none of us can look up anything about this movie. We're all gonna go in like super cold, completely blind. And then he got sick and had to bail on us, so it was just the two of us. And we're like, okay, looking around, we're like, oh, it's going to be a sweet date night movie. It'll be perfect. I don't know what the fuck that was. Two hours later, you're like, what was was that? Like, the only thing that I could keep thinking the whole time when, uh, like, you you and, because I think I talked to you a little bit about it, but you and DJ both were like, you know, how would you describe it? And it's like, I could only think of the um, live action Aladdin where, like, it's told from the genie's point of view. Yeah. But, like, a really bad knockoff. It was like someone had only ever had that movie described to them, and then they wrote another movie. It's just a weird way to go about it. I it mean, was, it was interesting. A narratologist. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. So she she knows how the structure of stories go, but then all of a sudden is told a story. Yeah, no, no. So and is that trying to help her believe the story? Well, because yeah, he knows that she loves stories, so he's telling her the story because that's all she does. She literally studies stories. stories. So she and so he tells her all his stories, but she's also she also tells him the classic tropes and everything like that about stories about Jin and finding a genie, and it's always that double edged sword of a get wish. And he's like, no, no, no I swear. It's not like that. And she goes, that's exactly what somebody who's trying to fuck you with a wish would say. <laughs> I did like that part. <laughs> like, no, that I wouldn't do that. Funny. And she goes, yeah, no, no, that's literally, the, the, that's what you would say. That's You have to say that. But I'm not, I'm being truthful. Yeah, you have to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> Though his, uh, I will say, I did uh, like the twist on the story. Uh, it did, he didn't have most of the standard um, uh, rules that apply. He like the he uh, the only thing he couldn't do was bring somebody back from the dead. Yeah. He could make somebody fall in love with you. Oh, that, wow. that was that was acceptable. He could fuck with free will apparently. Yeah, like he specifically said, said that you just uh, you just can't uh, bring anybody back from the dead, and you can't wish to be immortal because your nature is to be mortal, and I can't change your nature. Fine, I wish to live a million years. <laughs> I'll die in a million years, <laughs> and then I'll keep you around. And then after that million's done, after you spent all that time with me, I wish to live another million years. <laughs> and then when a million gets too much, and I'm going, yeah, this is too much. I wish to die. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, see, but if I'm a tricky gin, I'm definitely saying, oh, you wish to live for a million years? Oh, immediately trapped under a boulder. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's that so bad. Uh couple more wishes that you might want to use. Uh, <laughs> I got a good one for you. I'm thinking, get, get out of rid the of the boulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made it explode and you're full of shrapnel and you can't die for another 999,000 years? <laughs> Sucks. Ooh, so what's that last wish? <laughs> yeah. Free the genie? Is it free the genie? Is it free Goodbye. The genie? <laughs> free the well, genie. it sounded... By those rules um, from the movie, is that after they 
he just kept getting fucked over and the person couldn't make the last wish but it, it kind of sounded like had they made that last wish he would have been he would have been free yes he yeah. to do it to do as he wished because he was the original genie in the bottle apparently mm. Solomon he, like he's the origin of that myth because apparently King Solomon again some sort of wizard didn't realize that I thought he was just a king I thought he had to use a bunch of wizards in his uh, thing I think in the, in the Bible story about that one I'm not sure. Is that Daniel? I think Daniel. Or was that that's King Nebuchadnezzar? Or something. <laughs> I can't remember. It's too many, too many weird Babylonian kings. Um, but yeah, no. So he apparently was the. So he trapped him in a bottle, and then that's where the three wishes thing even came from. Because he was just. It used to just be he is just a jinn, and he grants whatever wishes he fucking wants. So why did Solomon? Because he was banging the Queen of Sheba, and so was Sol- Solomon was courting her. But the genie was also banging the Queen of Sheba. No, oh, okay. So and it was, so he found so it was out. a thing of plight, and then Solomon spread the rumor that if you get this genie in a bottle... No, no, no. No, not even spread the rumor. He just was like, shoot magic words. You're trapped in a lamp, have fun, tosses the lamp into the so, desert, and somebody just opens up, and when the genie comes out, she goes, he goes, all right, you get three wishes. Can I get the fuck out? No, I mean, like, so this... The premise of like where the rumors would come of a genie being a trickster would be from Probably Solomon. Solomon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't trust those guys. Yeah. Don't trust the genies because they'll they'll trick you. They'll give you a good wish, and then it just trickled down as like a folklore, Probably. you know. Well, and that's what was his way to try and keep genies from yeah. being around. I guess. Man, deep shit. Yeah, I'd rather watch that movie. Um... <laughs> That sounds like a much better movie to me. Sound more explanatory. The Adventures of King Solomon. That sounds good. Let's do that. Pull that one out for me, guys. Let's do this. I'm not going to write it, but I'll go watch it. (laughs) Uh, The other movie we finally got around to watching was Jurassic Park Dominion. I heard that's mixed reviews. It wasn't that great. Peter, you can go first. About what? Jurassic Park Dominion. Uh, it's a really good movie, despite what some dumbass critics said. Ah, there it is. Okay, there's one. What? Why did you think it was really good? It followed along well enough with the original themes of the original movie. Um, they didn't kill off any of the legacy characters, which is a mistake that Star Wars made. Just let the characters have fucking happy endings for once. Appreciate uh... <laughs> I, don't know, I just enjoyed it. I I agree. I think it was all, I think it was enjoyable. I also think some of the critics are right. It's not a great movie, but it's it is it is definitely probably fueled mostly by nostalgia. One hundred percent. There's a there's a lot of portions that only move because of nostalgia. Like the bar can. I did enjoy that the uh, the new guy, the new Biosyn guy, died just the way freaking Newman did. I forget his real name. Ned? Ned? Dennis Nedry. Dennis Nedry. There we go. <laughs> I knew Ned was in there somewhere. Thank as you. Soon as, like, as soon as you were like Newsome, like, that's, that's all I had in my head. Whatever. <laughs> and now I'm all messed up. Um, yes, Dennis Nedry. There we go. Yeah, no, like I did love that. Yeah, the the new big bad guy dies just the same way he does. Weird acid spit to the face. So like from a I dinosaur th- that didn't actually exist. You know, I just well, I- you know that's not a new character, right? No, I know it's not. Well, well, yeah, okay. but he's 
now in the last one he was just the he was the big bad guy but you didn't know he was the big bad guy until the final reveal at the end kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. okay just making sure yeah no i'm aware but yeah now now he was actually the out in the open bad guy like let's light things on fire and destroy the world so like i know that it's like a movie and like obviously dinosaurs like you know (laughs) but don't exist in the real world currently yes i agree if they only rescued, like, one of 12, like, 12 different species, but and only one of each of them, and I get that the whole, like, life finds a way, like, that was the whole premise in the first one, and that's why they were able to, like, auto-reproduce or what, however it works. Um, but how does some of these dinosaurs get so big in four years? Like, I don't... Advanced genetics. That was the whole purpose. They no, would, they wouldn't, they no, would but, breed them and then they would but grow literally, fast. There's, there's a, there's a, you just grow faster. Yeah, yeah. they, they bred them to grow faster. There's a thirty thousand pound apatosaurus though. Oh wow, like what? a megasaurus. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's the largest dinosaur to ever live, and there was only one of them in the uh, in Jurassic World. Uh, what was the that what, they saved? One? They were only to save one of them. Yeah, because the island blew the fuck up, and they were able to fly one out. They got it out, but there was only one. And now there's at least four in this new movie that you see shots of, and it's implied that there are more. Wait, are you talking about the T Rexes? No, I'm talking about the fucking the long necks, the different apatosaurs, and everything like that. Different companies throughout the series, like other than Engine, were making dinosaurs. <laughs> After Fallen Kingdom, yeah. Other companies were able to make dinosaurs after Fallen Kingdom. They're they're basically bootleg dinosaurs. Yeah, but that was still four years ago. Where how do you you can't put calories into a thing fast enough to make it that big that fast? Not true. You could feed them a lot. You could you could feed an animal a lot and grow them pretty quickly. Do you know how you'd have to have a funnel down its throat? You know how much that thing eats? A lot. Have you if you're setting it right in front of them. They don't have to move much and not expending calories yeah, a lot. Yeah, but we're, we're also talking like and it's genetic. not... See, but it... Although there were some places that were like literal breeding farms, like you also had... They were just like out in the fucking wild just roaming the earth doing their shit. How... How did they... Proliferate so quickly. That assumes that the ones that are like that weren't edited in any way. Yeah. Y'all do remember that the Indominus got to the size that it did within a couple of months, right? Because there was a growth theorem used on it to make them grow faster. I did forget about that. I forgot about that. So I'm saying genetic, genetic, the the genetic makeup that they used for the dinosaurs made them grow fast so they could put them inside the actual parks themselves. Quicker, yes. So that's what they did. They grew them within a year, two years to a certain size. Well, that's what I'm saying. Shouldn't their lifespans be uh, shorter than Shortened, two? Probably, but... But, uh, but how... So just their genes just down the line are automatically made to sprout up? Yeah, their genes. They don't change after they are born. Yes, I mean, if they, if and they procreate, and, and they just... all basically... Then why is it... And this one, they did okay, say that they have monitor lizard DNA so they can... They're why isn't Maisie 40? Yeah. Huh? Maisie wasn't edited in the same way. Yeah, she was edited so that she wouldn't have MS or whatever it was, and but not so that she would grow up quicker. It's just it, the this, growth this is, this is a, 
inline part of the cloning process. Yeah. They use that for dinosaurs for an amusement park. Yeah, this is this is this is a Django Fett Boba Fett situation. He wanted one clone unaltered so he could raise it as its child. That part made sense, but I'm just saying, yeah, the pro the extreme proliferation of the dinosaurs was insane. How quickly it like, I mean, depending on how they were made, would depend on how fast they procreate, how fast they get to maturity to procreate. So, if they're getting to that age within two years, three years, and then they start procreating, yeah, within a four year, five year span, they could be. Like cockroaches. I was just saying, just it was crazy. It was a lot. It was just intense. Just but I will say that actually does make sense, though, because the Velociraptors specifically that Owen Grady trained, they didn't have that growth serum so that he could specifically like imprint on them and train them and make them things. Yeah. And Blue's little clone baby. Beta. Beta. <laughs> uh, which is great. It's actually super cute. Beta but baby. has a normal. looks like it has a normal growth cycle. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense that, yeah, he would do that. Also, it seems more loyal in the second generation. They are, I mean, just like she dogs. didn't murder anybody. Just, just like dogs. I don't know. You breed them for long enough, you can start to get those desirable them. traits. Yeah. I'm just saying, and they'd already gotten pretty far with Blue. Blue. And then uh, you start helping with Beta after that, you can, you can basically breed in loyalty. Yeah. And if you're just doing genetic clones, you can really breed it in pretty quickly there, I feel like. Pretty much, yeah. Just imprint. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Making that imprint more and more strong on each clone. Ew. God, that'd be a nightmare. Uh, having a raptor that listens to everything you say? Yeah. That would not be a nightmare. It, it would did, be a nightmare it, for my enemies. That's essentially what they did, though, with the militarized ones. Yeah, that's what they did. I did like that they said, yeah, that, we, that they did breed Which them I for loyalty. Still, I'm like, yes, I nice. still, I don't know. But I, I had some issues with that, it. too. Because they're like, oh, when they get marked with the laser, they'll and once they hear the sound, they go and tell it. And there's definitely one point that she, the technically I know the raptors are smart and they communicate, but there's definitely one like there's like two different dinosaurs, and one of them sees the dot on Grady and he drives us off on a motorcycle, and the other one comes out of nowhere and just goes, "I'm also going to now chase this guy." I'm like, you didn't see the dot, bro. But they're packing. No, yeah, but raptors yeah. are capable of communicating like that too. But That's I know, what I said. I know, but he was, he literally came, like, there wasn't any call to go, oh, the prey is going this way, and he just, yeah, like, jumps out that, of the thing and jumps down. I'm like, ah, when four, did he hear it? There were four raptors. She marked four people. Three of them ate it pretty fucking quickly. The only reason that other guy didn't is because he was, like, a callback from another movie, so they were like, we're not going to kill this guy. So it, perfect, you, so it makes perfect sense. So it makes perfect sense. Hmm? Did you mean a returning character? Yeah. Okay, you said callback. I was like, that's not... You knew what I meant. I no, did. There were other callbacks. I did like the final um, fight between the... What, the Gigasaurus Rex or whatever the fuck it was? Giganotosaurus. The what Giganotosaurus. The Giganotosaurus? It's it not a source. And dinosaur that ever existed. It's a notosaurus. It is a thing. And then, I don't even remember what the, uh, ask Maddie, what's the weird one with the claws? What's Salad Hands called? <laughs> salad Hands, yes. Therizinosaurus. What is it? Therizinosaurus. Okay. Well, scissor, Edward Scissorhands over there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Edward Scissorsaurus. There we go. Um, mm -hmm. 
No, I did like that final scene there, but it was it was so it was honestly almost cringy how like on the nose it was. When Scissor they literally... hands and Rexy teamed up against the Giganotosaurus. Well, yeah, but no, when the but when the Tyrannosaurus Rex, the, they have like this circle fountain that's like backlit with like an orange light, and the Tyrannosaurus walks right through the circle. So it, it is Looks literally like the Jurassic Park logo, and I'm like, nice. I guess that's too much. That's y'all are hitting a little too hard on that. They're one like, for this me. is the last one we're making. We're going all out. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. You just have to play that. John Williams is nostalgic enough for you. You'll be fine. Yeah, I heard that like the T Rex was only like in like maybe ten minutes of the freaking movie. Yeah, but it was a badass ten minutes. Okay. Showed up in the in it the beginning because they were trying to track her down it, to it, take it, her to the sanctuary, and then at the end to face off against Giganotosaurus side. The the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex had apparently taken them like three years to capture i'm like that feels like the big one that should be easy to find but uh, yeah apparently the t-rex was smart enough to evade capture from everyone looking for it for three years before they finally captured this thing and i'm like i feel like that one should have been easier (laughs) she did not have any babies she did not wasn't there like two t-rexes and a freaking like chasing yes so who had babies no, well, like in the original Jurassic Park, weren't there two? No, well, there was there in, in the original Jurassic Park. Y'all are thinking of the Lost World. It was a different set of Rexes. You're right. No, no, like in the chasing of the movie that we're talking about. There were never two T-Rexes in a chase scene. No. They were raptors. Sorna dinosaur, the Isla Sorna Rexes show up at the end, but we only see uh, the Isla Nublar Rex for most of the movie. See, weird. Then what was that trailer when he was on the motorcycle and then he's going through like those are raptors. Italy? The, those, were, those were chronotars. So different types of yeah, they're, they're they're different giant. Okay. Bipedal. They look like T Rexes, but they're smaller. They got they got bigger ridges on their eyeballs. Figures yeah. bunch. Okay. They're the ones from uh, the movie, they're the ones from the movie Dinosaur. Yes. That one. Okay. The bad the bad guys from that. Yeah. Movie. They militarized those, I guess. I thought they were. No, they're bigger than that. Yeah, that's a big dinosaur. I don't know. That's not a raptor. Bitch, I don't know what they do in this movie. Apparently, they just grow spurt dinosaurs and, and name them Giganotosaurus. The Notosaurus. No, the no the uh, the archaeological community actually named them. That's a real dinosaur. Yeah, the Giganotosaurus is an actual dinosaur that existed. <laughs> so it's not a source. Even larger than a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes. Well, actually, technically, even louder than an they allosaurus. Make, they make a point to tell you, like, four different times during the movie that it was the biggest carnivore that ever lived. Yeah, they keep trying yeah. to tell you, he's cooler than the T-Rex, so when the T-Rex beats him, it's going to be really neat, basically. <laughs> so, because the, the, mov- the movie actually opened up with, like, a flashback of the T-Rex facing off one of these things, and the Giga whatever Giganotosaurus. So, at the end, you knew... You knew the shit was going to go down. So you think... You Chekhov's think, dinosaur. You think Rexy is down for the count. And then it's going after Salad Fingers. <laughs> and then, just kidding, Rexy's not down for the count. And Salad Fingers is sitting there. And Rexy just fucking... Gordy Howe's this dude. Yeah, yeah, and he just... Salad Fingers him. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shish kebab. Hibachi. It's more hibachi. I don't know. 
And then everyone lives happily ever after. And salad fingers and T-Rex walks off their separate ways. Honestly, they do. I'm like, uh, that's still two Apex Predators in one spot. I know they got rid of the bully, but those guys would then continue to fight. Yeah. They'd be like, you mother- They wouldn't. What was that? They wouldn't continue to fight. Why not? Well, one of them's not even a predator. Salad fingers isn't a predator? Salad fingers is a herbivore. Sir, sure seemed pretty predatory. Well, you remember that part in the movie when it was eating plants and not animals? It was trying it's to eat. Food, but it's not eating. It won't eat meat. It was trying to eat Claire earlier in the movie, wasn't it? It was trying to whack Claire because it's territorial. Uh, I thought it was trying to eat her face. It screamed at her yeah. head real loud. It did scream at her head real loud, but it also <laughs> didn't ears that were eating its plants. It just smacked them. How did none of those people die? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad, again, I'm with you, Peter. I'm glad they didn't kill off any of the legacy characters. Hell, they didn't even kill off any of the new ones. But I'm like, some of those a, people should have died. That was a horrific plane crash. They should not Wait. have survived. Wait, so you're saying Salad Fingers is a highly territorial animal, and at the end of killing the Giganotosaurus would not have attacked the T-Rex. Well, yeah, because the T-Rex is another predator that I guess but it's in kill its, it. it. It's in its territory. No, not, no. no, not really, no. because so... They were course, moved into a different enclosure. Uh, they moved them. No, yeah, what, because what assholes. they... So, well, no, at the end of the Humans movie, basically the whole sanctuary was on fire. So to <laughs> keep the dinosaurs safe, they signaled them. They used their neural implants, which send to... a shock to their brain. No, signals. They send signals. <laughs> to send them to this one one area so that they could wait the fire out. The, they, they send them to the humans part of the compound. They open the doors to the humans part of the compound and send all the dinosaurs in there. Jeez. All the humans except for our guys were already evacuated. No, okay. we're supposed to be. So the whole time they're like, get the fuck out of here. Be- oh, gotta go from this place. This place is bad. Oh, this is not a good place. Go through the door. This is a good place. Yeah, I like this place. I like this place. This place is pretty great. <laughs> Ooh, is, this, is that a Japanese uh, <laughs> sand garden? Oh, okay, this is really nice. I'm going to lay here. This looks nice. Also, I feel like that that, inc- that little space wouldn't have fi- actually held all the dinosaurs because they made it seem like there were a whole hell of a lot more dinosaurs in that sanctuary and only like four showed up. <laughs> it wasn't just that one small area. There were other places that the dinosaurs got sent, underground bunkers and shit. That's just where Rexy and the Giganotosaurus went. God, how does he and know all this? He must have been in the movie. No, I think he, he does research. <laughs> and then also his paramour that lives in his house knows more about Jurassic Park than I think any human Yeah, alive. she, pro- she so, probably researched it all. I then... believe she's actually telling this into, into his, his ear, ear as he's doing this. She's like, no, no, no here's the research. They can kiss my ass. Uh, uh, that ain't even right. That ain't even right. That's not even right. All I'm saying is I didn't I see him go into any underground bunkers. They didn't specify. All they showed was them all moving to the one location. Hey, and we watched the extended version, so you can't say it was in a deleted scene. I watched the <laughs> I watched it with the deleted scenes in it. I mean, do you always see every single thing that happens in any movie? No, Did no. you ever watch Skywalker take a shit? Because that definitely happened at some point throughout those movies, but you I never actually, have to. No way. He just forced, got that out of his body. He never took a shit. I'm going to actually say in episode four that he did not need to take a shit throughout that. Uh, I don't see him eat a meal either. So I think he was fine. He never eats. He didn't shit until Empire Strikes Back because <laughs> they finally sat down with a meal. Oh, no, he wasn't even at that dinner. He wasn't even at the dinner with Vader. So you know what? 
He's just subsiding off the force. It's like photosynthesis. He never it's eats. He never shits. He all cleans himself out with the force. No, Jack Bauer doesn't <laughs> shit. That guy has an issue. He needs to see a doc. After he stops murdering all of those uh, terrorists, he needs to go see a doctor because he has an impacted bowel. That I have watched that man for forty uh, for like seventy two hours straight, not take a shit or a piss. Something's wrong. Okay, <laughs> he's severely dehydrated and he has an impacted bowel. Somebody needs to get in there and check on his him. kidneys. Are probably killing him. I am telling you, he is messed <laughs> up, bro. Messed up. He's not feeling. He's feeling the burn. He's feeling the burn. He's feeling something. He's gonna need like couple gallons of cranberry juice all i'm saying now don't get me wrong peter you know that i love oh, the I dinosaurs love the it was a great movie i just it was a very entertaining movie oh had to air my issues some slight grievances as i die and i did like that uh dr sattler and dr grant did finally end up together it was nice oh that's nice it was nice so you two are like nice. dating no no we're not we're just we're just really old good friends you sure? <laughs> I just summed it up throughout the movie. We're really old and good friends with benefits. No, no, no. <laughs> she was married up until he talked and to her And had two movie, kids. Apparently. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Married. Yeah, and I will say uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is still... Amazing. Just, just good at what he does. It's my boy. It's just... Just Jeff Goldblum. It's he, I think he just plays himself. He plays himself, stuff. yes. Yeah, that's in every movie. I, I don't, heck, even like Thor Ragnarok, he just showed up and he goes, I think that was his own bathrobe he brought from home. Have I'm just saying. Have you ever watched The World According to Jeff Goldblum? No. Disney Plus, go check it out. Mm -hmm. He just he just talks for like 30 minutes about random shit. Just riffs. Well, he's, no, no, he he's talks, like, he interviews people and he goes and sees things and he talks to them. And I know, but it's goes, not. It's Jeff Goldblum. But it's not like. Oh, the great mountain line. It's like, let's talk about pe why people like ice cream. It's like, let's talk about tattoos. How Denim about, is cool. What about birthday parties? Let's talk about birthday parties. And he <laughs> just good. does his Jeff Goldblumy thing. He and did it's fireworks one time. That was a good one, too. And he's like, oh, we get to blow it up now? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Jeff. All right, man. And anytime they're like, okay, you're going to try and do the thing or whatever, he's like, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> he inevitably does. Now, what are you doing? What he always does. What I always do. You're very nosy. It's like ADHD. I just no. do stuff to keep myself going. Nosy. So, on a lighter note. <laughs> that was light. <laughs> extra bits. <laughs> extra bits. Zachary. Me, I get to go first. Well, um, I guess my, uh, my, my thing I found here, a bit of good news, bad news kind of thing like that. Uh, good news is uh, I've always wanted to go, but it probably is not going to happen now. Uh, John Williams uh, did, he does like, it's the maestro of the movies thing. He does it at the Hollywood Bowl, and it's like does live orchestra, and he plays, he conducts the orchestra for a bunch of stuff from his movies, and they play the clips of the movies along with it kind of thing like that. It's one of those fun outdoor concert things like that. But he, apparently this year when they did it, um, he uh, played the theme for uh, the new, basically, for the new Indiana Jones movie, The New Girl, who's basically going to end up being replacing Indiana Jones, what everybody's thinking, because they've, they've been playing this one very close to the chest because they got burned last time because it was terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but so they're trying again. Aliens. 
Williams. Um, but uh, yeah, Phoebe Waller Bridge um, is going to be like the new girl, and so technically, uh, John Williams uh, was the first reveal of her first name, and then they actually played her theme. So it's uh, it's Helena's theme. So she's Helena. We only get her first name, I guess. Nothing else known about her. But it was a it's a it's it's John Williams. It's a full it's the full I think it's the London's uh, Philharmonic. Um, it's just it's still just beautiful music but the sad part is the rumor is that this is going to be John Williams final movie that he makes music for Dang. he basically was like I'm going to close out the Indiana Jones thing and I'm done because he's already said he was done with Star Wars and he's not doing any more of that but then he did but then he did Obi Wan Kenobi and I'm just saying what the fuck maybe ooh, maybe he'll just transition to TV shows alright I'm not too excited I'm not too upset anymore but yeah so it was beautiful to listen to it um, it's nice it's John Williams you can't go wrong alright so uh, I have to know this exists, so you all have to know this exists. Oh, no, no, no. In 1994. <laughs> uh, History two, lesson with Stephanie. <laughs> two tunemakers decided that they were going to make... Nikes. ...an American version of Sailor Moon. <laughs> not, not a dubbed Wait, version. The said, American version. Did you say showmakers or shoemakers? Tunemakers. Oh, tunemakers. Tunemakers. T O O N. Oh, cartoon. M-A. Okay. Tune okay. Makers. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm here now. So, <laughs> I, I guess it was uh, <laughs> Saban was the one that had to license it or whatever. Isn't that the Power Rangers people. So yeah, so it was kind of like if they took the Shira animation and the Power Rangers and made a baby. So part okay. of it, part of it is live action, and the acting is just god awful. Sounds about right. And then when they transform, it goes animated, and it's just it's so it's so bad, it's so bad. So if you have twelve, binge watch it all. <laughs> if you have if you have twelve minutes to waste, um, go watch a trailer for this. It's like, it's like the pilot episode or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it got past that. <laughs> oh, it did. It did, huh? Oh lord. No, it gonna... did. It didn't. Thank okay. God. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I'm oh. gonna say, do you want to? Do you, would you watch it if it did go Hell past it? Oh god, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? Don't it you love Sailor Moon? Ruined anime for me forever. <laughs> Have you seen the person that dressed as Sailor Moon Knight? Sailor Moon Knight, nice. Um, nice. And then the second thing I have is, um, so uh, it's this guy um, whose um, friend's mom works in a nail salon. And so he gets his, his friend, who's, who's an American, to go in there because his friend also like, is also married to a, a Chinese lady. So he tells him, he's like, you got to go Asian in. nail salon. There yeah. you go. So you got to go in and you got to like make sure you get my mom and have her like do your nails so then he's like sitting there and he's like oh yeah i think i'm get my nails done and she's like oh you want your feet done too he's like you do feet too like really playing it up and she's like oh yeah do you want color you you want colors he's like yeah yeah i want like like green and red and so he's like really leaning into it and then like her son calls and so she's like facetiming him and then they're talking in in uh cantonese and the son's like, oh, yeah, my, how's, it, how's it going? Like, are his nails bad? And the mom's like, oh, no, I can't really say either way. They're not good or bad. I'm, his cuticles are horrible, though. 
and kind of just going on and he's like and she even says she's like i can't tell if he's joking with me like he wants colors like like green and red and stuff and then the they're doing all of this in cantonese right and then the guy like breaks in in cantonese and he goes well what if we do pink and she's just like fuck you just say to me (laughs) Like totally like taken aback. And then and then he just starts talking to her and she's like Do you, like do you just know little words? And then he's so like is it, is it the white guy? Is yeah, the white, the guy? white guy. I know they're the white guy who can speak like fifteen different languages. Uh he can I don't know how about fifteen, but he can speak Mandarin and a little bit of Cantonese. And yeah, so he just He's also I think I think I've seen videos of him like speaking like African and stuff. Yeah, he like, he knows a bunch of Languages that you don't generally go out and learn. Yeah. But it was just really... And, and she's just like, oh my god, yeah. was I talking real bad shit? And she's just like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> just that embarrassment of being like, fuck. I was definitely talking shit. I was definitely talking shit. He could definitely understand. I'm dead. So it was, oh. like, I wasn't was even really being funny. that mean. I was, I was saving the mean stuff. Thank so, god. So I can get pink, right? It's all free? It's all free, right? <laughs> oh, and then, fuck. No, it, yes. He's, yes, it's free. No, so one of the other ladies in the salon um, that was like getting her toes done, she goes, "He should get it for free." And the mom goes, "No, I double charge him now." <laughs> no, no, he paid. He paid double. Now. He paid double for being an asshole. It was just really funny. <laughs> she's like, "I'm gonna beat your ass to her son when she got home too." She's like, "You're so dead." Because <laughs> she is a Chinese mother, she will beat his ass probably. <laughs> he deserves it. Peter, you're up. Uh, yeah, there's a YouTube channel called Pitch Meeting. They do very blunt explanations of what is in a movie or series that are comedic. The one I've got a link for is for Boba Fett, uh, uh, Book of Boba Fett specifically. They're very funny. Y'all should watch them. Uh, I've seen a couple of them. Uh, I think uh, I think you showed me this one earlier, the Book of Boba Fett one. It's it's quite good. I, I always like when they're like, oh, so that sounds like a huge problem. No, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Tomas. So you know that Mandalorian show that we have? That's great. Yeah, let's do that, but worse. Okay, okay. perfect. I had to actually go back over what I uh, suggested to you guys. So I just go through YouTube and find random things. So um, YouTube channel there, I ruined it. Put a um, a thing together was what Pearl Jam sounds like to people who don't like Pearl Jam, which is actually pretty legit. It's, it's pretty it's much really sounds pretty like it's yeah. yeah. It's, That's it's pretty much accurate. what Pearl Jam would sound like to somebody who didn't like it. I mean, I don't mind Pearl Jam, and I was like... I love Pearl yeah. Jam. Yeah. No, that's accurate. For a second, I didn't even think it was not Pearl Jam. I thought <laughs> you were then, just showing us Pearl yeah. Jam. <laughs> then you listen to it, it goes, that's a little bit more extended than normal. Is that... That's not real, right? No, it's not real. Uh, and then there was a Mr. Bean in Cyberpunk, so he was like superimposed in there for a deep fake. <laughs> but you can tell like it's over the top. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, there's also uh, that one's from Ellie Handle B Wave or something the YouTube channel. Uh, there's another YouTube channel for Doctor Funnett, and it was a uh, Joe Biden wakes up in Skyrim. So there's a couple of those episodes, and that's deep faked uh, Jovakin. The Jovakin <laughs> comes. And then uh, the last one was from uh, Samurai Sosa, which was a uh, Obi Wan has PTSD. <laughs> That was actually relatively We funny. already knew that. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's a little bit more legit. <laughs> I'm going to have to actually watch that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can watch it afterwards. Hey, no, he funny. definitely has PTSD. That guy's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's, Pretty fucked. It's been rougher. It's been rougher old Ben there. I mean, we knew that when we watched Kenobi. We anyway. knew it before Kenobi. 
Unless something goes horribly wrong. As, as is want to do in our lives. Uh, new 8-Bit Cat Show should be out on Friday. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, hop over to patreon.com slash 8 and support us. We appreciate it. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and now on TikTok. Wait, we're on TikTok. Too. God, I need access to this so I can just make random TikToks. I hate TikTok. Somebody give Tom the password. I'm in. <laughs> and until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun. TikTok. Mummies like boobies. That's <laughs> uh, kind of like a thing. <laughs> Do you ever just want to listen to the 8-Bit Cat Show on the go? You? Well, now you can. The 8-Bit Cat Show is available on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible. And Patreon, too!